0: Renee, it has been, it has been both a long week and a long day. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Here we are recording at the end of the week, uh, at the end of August. And it it was a very quiet week as the end of August usually is in the Apple news universe until it wasn't. Yes. (laughs) And nine to five Mac scored uh, two blockbusters. Uh, They found, they published uh, two product marketing images from Apple one showing the new, uh, high end iPhones, uh, which they say, um, also revealed will be called the iPhone 10 S spelled yeah. with a capital X, like the iPhone 10 and an S, which may or may not be uppercase or lowercase and may or may not in Apple's usage, have a space between the X and the S, uh, with a gold, almost certainly uh, stainless steel outer rim. And they also showed a new Apple watch, which is extraordinary in several ways. And to me is a much bigger leak um, because it shows new hardware, a definite new form factor, uh, the much rumored larger display, or at least uh, uh, larger as a percentage of the watch face display and a truly intriguing uh, new watch face, which takes advantage of that bigger display and we will get to that eventually. <laughs> um, but at the meta level, I want to start with this, this, this find, because I don't want to call it a leak for reasons we'll get into. Yeah. Um, it's truly a, a extraordinary, if not unprecedented.
1: Yeah. I mean, famously Steve Stratton Smith found firmware last year, right? There was home pod yep. firmware put on a public directory instead of a private one. And then the GM build for iOS 11, uh, had uh, imagery and nomenclature in there.
0: Yeah. So last year's leak. And, and again, what part of what makes this extraordinary is that, um, the, the Apple world is filled with rumors and the iPhone in particular, just because the iPhone is the most popular product and there, because it's popular, it has the biggest ramp up, uh, yep. in the supply chain. Um, uh, so, so the supply chain is obviously a large source of Apple rumors and information. A lot of it, you know, uh, annually turns out to be accurate. A lot of it.
1: Ming Chi Kuo just exfiltrates everything he can out of it.
0: Right, and a lot of the stuff that turns out to be inaccurate is inaccurate for the reason that the supply chain just wouldn't know. You know, yes. like sometimes when they say um oh and we'll just specifically talk about the new high-end iphones which have been rumored at least since january i think mm-hmm. to be coming in two sizes 5.8 inch diagonal which is exactly the same size as last year's iphone 10 and a new 6.5 inch oled um with a similar size notch or similar proportion notch uh same design just just bigger diagonally like
1: plus sized
0: yeah. right um Uh, But when the same type of supply chains come out with things that say there's going to be a new thing and it's going to have a screen like this, like they have the screen information because they're talking to the suppliers who are making the screens. But when they say that this is going to ship or such and such product might be announced at WWDC in June or it's going to be a low cost product or a high cost product or something like that. Um, that those, those sort of things often prove to be incorrect because yeah. the supply chain doesn't know when Apple's going to announce things and doesn't know how they're going to be priced. Um, yeah. But something like – and so something like product names is another thing that the supply chain doesn't know about and is usually a very well-guarded secret. And the leak you mentioned last year, like – so one thing we didn't know last year going right – like just days in advance of the iPhone – 10 announcement we didn't know what apple was going to call the phone we and nobody had a good guess uh, and i don't know that anybody guessed iphone 10 with a capital x i wasn't even doesn't even seem i don't even recall anybody guessing that um and that was revealed as you said through uh, a leak of the ios 11 gm build that S- steven yeah. trotten smith uh found and had you know the cleverness to decompile and analyze and find yeah. unique resources, including the string of the name. So that was the thing the curious thing about it was because we only had the string where it was iPhone space capital X. We didn't know whether it was going to be pronounced X or 10, yeah. uh, but we did have the name
1: like final cut pro X or right. OS 10. <laughs> right. Cause Apple goes both
0: ways. <laughs> <laughs> they hurt them and their X's. Um, <laughs> so these images were found by, uh, uh, probably the only person in the world you could compare to Stephen Trotten-Smith, uh, Guillermo Rambo, uh, a yeah. very talented hacker and nine, uh, uh, who, who lives in uh, Brazil, correct? Yes. Um, uh, and a 9to5 Mac contributor. Uh, the, the, they published two stories, one with the iPhone XS revealing these, this image of two gold iPhones, the smaller one on top of the larger one, um, and said that the name would be iPhone uh, 10 i S I'll say X S just, you know, knowing that Apple, if that's actually the name, Apple's surely going to pronounce it 10 S. Uh, yeah. Um, and uh, just at the meta level, this is extraordinary. It just, it, I can't remote call product marketing images like this product marketing images. And again, this you know, things like if somebody on the supply chain snaps a photo of a pre-release photo, yeah. uh, or image, which I think has happened before
1: um yeah i well people famously either at stores or uh supply chain they would take a those shaky blurry cam photos that were never good looking enough to really believe right didn't the fat nano leak yeah well seth weintraub famously nine to five mac i think that was one of their big initial scoops was an actual marketing image of the fatty nano oh
0: it was a marketing image and that wasn't uh and and i think apple ceased
1: and desisted it Hmm. back then um but these are definite product. I mean,
0: and I'm sure everybody listening has seen them and I'll put these in the show notes and I'll, I'll, we'll do the fancy thing where if you look down at your podcast player, now we'll change the album art for this episode to show you the images as we're talking about them. Um, uh,
1: yeah, he, these are the images uh, you would see on stage or like Apple's newsroom would have right. embedded in the press release,
0: right? Like this is the, the hero shot and yes. that they, as they would call it of these, these two products. Um, uh, and that just sort of thing we just don't – I can't recall something like that leaking in a lo- – or at least in a long time. Like you said, like the Fat Nano leaked, but it's been yeah. a long time, and I can't remember it for an iPhone. Um, so presumably – let's just address this at the meta level. It, I am certain that this was not leaked by a rogue yeah. Apple employee to Guy Rambo. I believe that he found these exposed somewhere on the internet, um, on a public facing URL. Um, I'm not quite sure exactly how,
1: and I think it's, well, he was tweeting at the same time that he was watching a test of right. their broadcast for coming up, broadcasting test for the event coming up. Yes, and he was seeing and, like yeah, air power uh, images. Um, but
0: that was it. Uh, that's a red herring. He, so he was yeah. tweeting that. Uh, I, I I would guess he's got a lot of things going on at the same time that he's a yes. very talented multitasker. But yes. that led a lot of people to speculate or or just jump to the conclusion that this video test stream URL that he was looking at and scrubbing through was the source of these images. Um, yeah,
1: But they don't be marketing images. Over-
0: <laughs> no, you don't. And it wouldn't explain that certainly wouldn't explain why there were only two. Like if, yeah. if, uh, you know, and, and that's, he had the air power shot because they were just the, the test stream was showing things from the last year's yes. uh, keynote where, where the air power was shown. um. So that was a red herring. That's not where he got these from. It just happened to be a, the same day that he uncovered these images. Um, you know, and it is a bit funny. I don't know if it's a coincidence or not, but on on the same day, At at 9 a.m. Pacific, Apple sent out the invitations to the press event, which we know will be Wednesday, September 12th, as you predicted first. And as I concurred with your logic, um, that, you know, they wouldn't do it this week, Labor Day week. Uh, They wouldn't do it on – they like to – they do always like to do Tuesdays or Wednesdays. And the Tuesday uh, is September 11th, which, as you you well put, it's akin to a Memorial Day, which is the best way to just, you know – say, yeah, why, why, why would you do that? Um, so Wednesday the 12th seemed like it was a very obvious choice and it turns out to be correct. So anyway, within, I think it think about three hours after Apple sent that out, which makes enough news, you know, for a sleepy August week, uh, these images came out. I'm guessing that was a coincidence. I can't imagine why Apple sending out invitations to the event would coincide with, uh, someone in Apple's Marcom team inadvertently putting these two images somewhere where they sh- shouldn't have been exposed.
1: Oh, you mean like you found the URL for the for the Apple Park ring logo and started putting another flywheel. Yeah, I think stuff. I don't <laughs> think that's what happened. I don't think they yeah, were there. Um, oh, we should also say like a lot of people were really confused by the invitation and thought maybe it was a camera or a round watch, but that's the Apple Park logo. Right. It's the same one you see on T-shirts and other yeah. Apple uh, products.
0: Yeah. What was the other one? It was, so the the invitation, you know, the 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 Apple Kremlinology of <laughs> you know analyzing the it was like. Uh, I also forget the exact words. It was like gather uh, round. All right. Come on. Gather round. Um, yeah, yeah, it, I I guess because I've been to Apple park and I've seen the t-shirts that they sell that I, I've instantly recognized that as the, the logo mark that they use to represent Apple park as a campus. um, but I got inundated with people speculating <laughs> that it would that it meant that there, the new Apple Watch was going to be round.
1: Yeah, no, uh,
0: sadly not the case. <laughs> well, <laughs> you sadly, I
1: I I would be shocked. Oh, I don't if want they, a round Apple right. Watch, but it would be it would be intriguing and different and spur a ton of stories. Right.
0: Or or I guess I guess what you meant by sadly is it would certainly yeah. make for a more in, interesting interpretation of the yes. invitation than simply here's where the event is going to be. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it now. Uh, when we talk about the Apple Watch, the new Apple Watch, we can talk. Let's, let's table that, see if you can yes. remember this, to talk about why they don't make round watches. Yep. Um, all right, let me take a break and tell everybody about our good friends at Casper. Casper makes sleep products, including, of course, mattresses. Uh, Casper products are all designed to mimic human curves, providing supportive comfort for all kinds of bodies. Look, you spend one third of your life sleeping. You should be not just comfortable, but just wonderfully comfortable every time you go to bed in your home. Uh, They've got the original mattress that they came out with when they first started with supportive memory foam. It's a great mattress. uh, Breathable design. Keeps you cool. Keeps you comfortable. They also have two new mattresses, the Wave and the Essential. The Wave features a patent pending premium support system to mirror the natural shape of your body. The essential is their streamlined design at a price that won't keep you up at night. They also offer a wide variety of other products like pillows, sheets, comforter to ensure an overall better sleep experience. I've got their comforter. Uh, it's really great. Um, and, and just, just so nice. It just keeps you keeps you warm when you want to be warm, keeps you cool when you want to be cool. Couldn't, couldn't say better things about it. And everything they do is designed, developed, and assembled right here in the U.S. Now they keep their prices affordable because they cut out the middleman and sell directly to you. And they have hassle-free returns if you're not completely satisfied. Look, maybe you don't want to try a mattress or you want to try a mattress uh, rather than buying it over the internet. You can be completely comfortable buying a caps Casper mattress because they have a hundred night risk-free sleep on it. Trial. You have a hundred nights over three months. Try it out. Uh, you don't like it, send it back and they'll have no questions. They'll just come pick it up, take it out of your house. Uh, we've got a couple Casper mattresses here at, uh, tearing fireball headquarters and they are incredibly comfortable. The whole family loves them. Uh, And they have a special deal just for you. You can save 50 bucks towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash talk show and using that code talk show at checkout. That's casper.com slash talk show with special code talk show. And you will save 50 bucks towards select mattresses. Terms and conditions apply i still think at the meta level i think it's so damn curious that he got two and only two and they're both intriguing but there was no more and surely there is a lot more to to be shown and seen
1: yeah absolutely um And the ones he did get are interesting. Like, the iPhone one, it looks very similar to previous iPhone X and iPhone artwork. Like, Apple likes that angle. They like that style. But it's got these images of planets on it that just make it look almost like a humpback whale or a lava lamp that's been squashed down or something.
0: Yeah, my first look at this when the news broke, um, I was very confused at first because I was looking at it on my iPhone. And on the iPhone, because they show this sort of—I don't know if that's Mars or— yeah some other jupiter or, you know, don't know. i guess it's mars but it i don't know uh but it's some kind of mars-like planet maybe it's mercury maybe it's just some science fiction planet that they rendered i don't know <laughs> but it's some kind of uh, planet shown where you only see sort of a, a crescent slice of it that yeah. the angle that they show it as it's just a wallpaper but it, at first look it looks like a bulbous you know yeah, like, like a, a 3gs style <laughs> hump back as opposed to a flat phone and it's like what that can't be yeah um but then once you really f- figure it out you see exactly what's going on
1: it was that and the actual yellow gold like gold coin gold right. on the sides that caught my attention because apple did champagne gold mm-hmm. first with the 5s and then rose gold the iphone 8 gold version is actually like a copper rose gold but this is gold gold
0: right um and so that's you know so the 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 biggest leak iPhone wise that was revealed by this scoop by uh, Guillermo Rambo for Nine to Five Mac was the name, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, and I would say the second biggest is the nature of the gold, like what type yeah. of gold, because the supply chain links from months, m- almost the entire year, have indicated that at, that there were going to be two sizes of the iPhone X successor. Um, you know, and one of the things that was misinterpreted so stupidly and parroted was the fact that out of the supply chain came the, to me, unsurprising news that the iPhone 10, the one we you know know from last yeah. year was going to be stopped in production. And right. it, it, the idea is it's just that come the end of September, when the new iPhones are out, you'll be able to fly these two new iPhone XS you know, models, there's going to be a new, uh, which we can talk about uh, in a bit, uh, unleaked by 9 to 5 Mac, a 6.5 inch or 6.1 inch, I'm sorry, diagonal, yeah. about seemingly halfway between the two sizes of the iPhone XS um, with an LCD screen, but yeah. with the iPhone X basic form factor of no home button and a uh, front facing. Uh, sensor array, aka notch, and a corner-to-corner round rack de- you know, design, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Right. It's a um,
1: replay of the 2013 playbook where they end of life the iPhone 5 and replaced it with the 5S and the 5C.
0: Exactly, it is. It, that's their strategy, but it was grossly, I believe, willfully yeah, misinterpreted. It made it
1: sound like they were going to come to your house <laughs> and take right. away your existing iPhone.
0: Right, and that they were like abandoning the basic <laughs> idea. It. Right, it was a that failure, it, and it was being killed. Right, it's it's a failure; it's being killed. But that that leaked from the supply chain. I believe it's unsurprising given the nature mm-hmm. of the iPhone 10. But it's not just going to hang around at a lower price point uh, as they've yeah, done. Yeah, it's too expensive to make. I mean, and if you well, look
1: at it, the well, I mean, like the OLED screen, Samsung charges a fortune for those screens. And if you want to price it down at a normal iPhone level, uh, saving some money and going LCD and a few other and aluminum, um, I think is a really good strategy.
0: Yeah. Um, but we knew that, you know, yeah. I say knew, knowing that we didn't know, know, you know, the way that, like, let's say Tim Cook knew, yes. <laughs> right, uh, that Jeff Williams knows, yeah. you know, or that Phil Schiller knows.
1: Johnny might have a clue,
0: yeah. Right, Johnny might have a clue <laughs> <laughs> as to, to what is really coming. But we on the outside, following the rumors... It could be could reasonably wager a very large sum of money that they were um coming out. They were get doing away with the iPhone last year's iPhone 10, replacing it with yeah. an updated uh exact same size 5. 5.8, 5.8 inch diagonal OLED, um a Big Brother uh plus sized, if you will, 6.5 yeah. inch version of the same design. Um and the gold quote-unquote gold stainless steel rim was also leaked and i believe yeah. and this was something that was remembered for the original iphone 10 is that right yeah
1: yeah, there was rumored to, I think they even put it through FCC clearance, the uh, gold version, and there was a bunch of stories that either, because you can't um, anodize stainless steel the way you can aluminum, that's why the Apple Watch has a DLC, uh, diamond-like carbon coating, and that's a form of vapor coating, and you can you can vapor coat in gold, but it's trickier, um, and some people are saying it just took too long um, to do it or didn't look up to Apple standards. But traditionally, Apple has saved the new colors for the S years, where the design is the same, but they want to... You know, humans will treat a new color like a new design anyway, so it gets a lot more attention if they if they have the new design, the new colors.
0: Yeah, I, I I can't help but think that that must have played part of it, that maybe it was the trickier color. Maybe they, they, they kind of were thinking about doing it last year. But I can't help but think that maybe it was also strategy because they obviously knew. I mean, the t- the pipeline is yeah. at least two years long on iPhones. And so at some point when they were f- completely finalizing the exact plans for the iPhone 10. They already knew that the next year's phones at this, at, to replace it would be the XS in these two sizes. And strategically, I can't help but think that they might have wanted to hold gold for that so that there would be right. a, a, a version of it that was instantly recognizable as brand new.
1: Yeah, because people want other people to know they have the new iPhone. We're very, very kind of vain that way.
0: It definitely drives sales for some people who are thinking that, and then I think the other factor is is advertising that it yeah. gives them a, a an iPhone X, S to photograph and put on billboards and put in commercials and put in full page magazine ads. That's instantly recognizable as mm-hmm. new, both both from the original iPhone X and in now in terms of having a color that we've never seen in an iPhone before.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's like a win win
0: yeah, so apple's history with gold colored metals um on the iPhone side, they've had the anodized gold and rose gold. the yep. Apple watch has the same two shades gold and rose gold uh, although the original Apple watch didn't have a gold aluminum one
1: yes, it was or, uh, it was the it was real gold, and then I think six months later the uh, the rose gold and gold aluminum came out
0: right that's right it was yeah, that's right. they came out with them at the like in September, yep. Um, cause they didn't come out like, so September of whatever year they announced the Apple watch and said yes. it'll ship next year it shipped around April. Um, did not have gold. And then come that next September, they had no new Apple watch to announce cause they'd only shipped the original one five to six months prior. Um, but by having the gold the aluminum ones, just, you know, as they called them at the time, the sport models, um, they did have something new to show. Um, but the the gold that we see here is is visually akin to the true gold of the original yeah. Apple Watch edition right It is gold shiny gold gold and that's what
1: every Bruin's fan has been waiting for
0: right Because the big it is different because you know with this edge to edge design there's no room for white on the front face. Yes. All the previous gold iPhones have had white front faces. And I've always thought black would be an interesting look, even with the uh, subdued gold of anodized aluminum, as opposed to this, I, I just think black and gold is a good c- combination. You see yeah. it on sports teams everywhere. You know, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Boston Bruins. Um, it's a good look. And I think with this, you know, I, I can't imagine that they've ever even considered making the notch white. It just would be. It just wouldn't look right because it it just ruins having that black bezel. Is what gives you the illusion of an edge to edge screen.
1: Yeah, some people have mocked it up, and it just it looks wrong.
0: Yeah, it it really isn't supposed to. Like the whole idea of the iPhone X appearance is notch aside, it's supposed to create the illusion of a truly edge to edge screen, and it's not. There is a bezel, uh, and we can get into. Bezel wars with other companies and find <laughs> find Android phones with even narrower bezels, at least on the sides. Uh, yeah, you know. But it's it you know basically this entire the entire industry is moving to this look of an edge to edge appearance, and you can only do that with black.
1: Even in this marketing image with the planet on it, you don't see the notch at all. It just looks like a giant black expanse.
0: Right. Um, yeah, and I can't help but think that's one of the reasons they chose yeah. a wallpaper like that is. That the, the notch is no longer novel, so they don't need to they don't need to emphasize it in the way they did last year. I believe originally, almost I, I think every single product marketing image they showed of the iPhone X at the keynote last year included the notch. Yep, uh, it was sort of part of a clear but unspoken strategy of embracing the notch that we're not going to try to hide this in any way. And it would be easy, as this wallpaper shows, it's easy to use a wallpaper that's either black or mostly black. Um, to create images that, that don't emphasize it. Um, I remember specifically vividly that even when they showed video playing on the iPhone X during the keynote, it was always zoomed in to yeah. the maximum scale and therefore always showing the notch overlaying part of the video, which gave me the vague fear. Like I thought, <laughs> I, I'm going to guess that's not the default. Yeah, I'm going to guess, A, that you can double tap that to go to a keep the correct aspect ratio and put black bars on the side which would happen to show the or hide the notch uh and further i'm going to guess that preserving the proper aspect ratio is the default but now i'm worried <laughs> and it was like yeah. one, of my, it was one of my first things i tested when we got to the hand-on area was how does video playback work but i think the fact that that's how they showed video playback in the keynote was just part of their strategy of we are not going to hide this notch even yeah, when we show things it. like video playback yeah Um, uh, so on this image, so all we have, we have the image, we have the name and the name I believe was, was uh, taken, you know, the, uh, Rambo and nine to five Mac. I believe they got it from the file name of the image that they found.
1: Yeah. Which is why there's no indication
0: of capitalization for the S. Um, Although it is a little curious if, you know, that they don't know if there's a space between the X and the S. Although yeah. I suppose if the file name wasn't, had no spaces or underscores or dashes period, if it was just I P H O N E X S, it's possible, you know, I guess I would see that and say, I don't know. I, I have no, you know, I wouldn't know where the space is either.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, we don't, I'm skipping around a little between the meta aspects and the, um, uh, uh, details of this, but I just want to emphasize because so many people have, uh, I just want to try to put this to rest as best I can, even though it seems impossible. I just want to put to rest, the notion that this was a quote unquote controlled or deliberate leak from Apple, <laughs> which I, I know I'm laughing and I don't want to laugh at the notion because of any company in general, any company period, that's a possible strategy. It is in the specific case of Apple as a company and the iPhone and a new industrial design for Apple Watch in particular is is something that nobody at the company would ever even it wouldn't even cross their mind.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's almost all the time when you see something like this, you see someone go, "Oh, Apple's just leaking it to set expectations," which is never the case.
0: Right? They have, and and they truly and deeply. Um, want the surprise of revealing every every single aspect that's new of these products they would like to keep as under wraps as possible until it's unveiled in exactly the way that they want it to be unveiled
1: Right, it's like surprise and surprise and delight is their mantra, and they get. It's also a good business sense because they get so much marketing, free publicity out of the shock and awe of a a reveal that anything that takes away from that literally costs them money.
0: Right, and no offense to Nine to Five Mac or or Guillermo, um, but even if they did lose their mind and were going to leak it, they wouldn't leak it to Nine to Five Mac.
1: Yeah, it's, it would be I, like I, the Wall Street Journal, or or all things. What is it called? Uh, Pachowski at Recode, or something I guess. Like that. But I just,
0: it would still be so shocking. I I, I know. Uh, you know, I can't even imagine if if somebody, uh, you know, like if Jaws came in. Like, who would do the leaking? Even like, like if if Jaws came into somebody's office and said, "Hey, close the door. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to take these two images." Yeah. <laughs> Here's two yeah, of the He's sli- in a
1: trench coat. He's got a hat on.
0: We've got two of these slides from the keynote, and we just can't wait to show them. So Phil and I were talking. We want to get them out. <laughs> can you can you send these to Let's let's send them to Nine to Five Mac, you know, and and get people excited for the iPhone. If somebody if if Jaws came in and said that to somebody, that person would think that they that Jaws had lost his mind. Like they wouldn't do it. <laughs> They, you know what I mean? It's almost like, you know, like if he came in and handed him a gun and said, I want you to shoot me in the leg, (laughs) you know, like you wouldn't do it. It's just so out of character for Apple. And I can't, and, and and I I tried not to debate it too much on Twitter, but I, I I think I said to somebody something to the effect of, even if they were going to leak it, which they never ever would, it wouldn't go to nine yeah. to five Mac. And then like the response was, no, that's exactly why it went to nine to five Mac because they don't, you know, nobody would believe it, <laughs> right? Nobody would believe it that of course they leaked it to Guillermo Rambo because then everybody will think he found it because uh, you know he's the sort of person who could find it, and therefore yeah, but that's he's also why they...
1: proud. I don't think he'd ever turn out you know work that he didn't earn. Right.
0: But that's, you know, the basic thinking behind the the theory that it's a deliberate leak and why it went to Guillermo Rambo at nine to five Mac was that Apple didn't want it to look like a leak and, you know, a purposeful leak. And all I, I, all I can say is they would never do that. I think knowing, I don't know a lot of the behind the scenes reaction at Apple, uh, to this leak, but I know uh, the little that I do know is that it was, uh, Deeply upsetting.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, yo, absolutely. I think that was probably one of the, the, the there's nothing that those teams who work on this, everybody, everybody from marketing and PR to hardware and software engineering loves more than the big reveal. And anytime, it's sort of like the script for Star Wars being leaked and everybody reading it online. Because they also right. now have to deal with people going there and going, oh, this is boring. I've already seen this. Why Why isn't Apple surprising us anymore? And it's like, dude, right. you read the Star, Wars, the Star Wars script before you went to see the, the movie. You can do that, but then you can't claim that you're not being surprised. right
0: and on the 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 other aspect of this that i've seen that is the argument of well if they really don't want these things to leak then how does it keep happening you know that how can a company of apple's resources and talent not be you know keep having these leaks and uh, i can't explain it but a each one seems to be a different mistake, you know? Yes. It's, it's the fact that people are imperfect.
1: And uh, and we should also know. point out that almost everybody is looking. And, if you, and I know it's, this is harder for people in the Apple community to understand, but if you go towards the bigger phone and gadget market, there are literally Twitter accounts and websites that all they do is leak renders and carrier photos mm-hmm. and engineering shots of every single new Android phone that's coming out right. all the time.
0: And there's not, it's, it, it, it speaks to Guillermo Rambo and Steve Trotton Smith's extraordinary talent yeah. as as people who, as being able to find these things and know how to exploit them, you know, expose them once they've been yes. identified. That it's almost like, it, it, number one, there's only those two guys, really. Yeah. I mean, there might be others, but they're still haven't found you know it might be other people trying dozens hundreds of people trying the same thing but they never seem to come up with anything um but it's almost like they're so good that it is like water finding a leak in a bowl like if there's one tiny crack anywhere in the entire process of keeping gm builds of the os secret and product marketing images secret and their web pages and everything else every single thing that they need to protect until they're ready to unveil it on stage the tiniest pinprick in that process it seems likely to be exposed by one or the other or both of of Guy and steve because yeah. they're so good like yeah. all it takes is one mistake and it it boom, it's out and there. And
1: sometimes it's not even a mistake. Like the With supply chain, almost everybody else, at least I think everybody else gets information from the supply chain because there's just so much money involved and case makers and everybody are throwing so much money around that inevitably that stuff gets out because they want to be able to have cases ready uh, because Apple won't tell them what the new phone is. So they're desperate to get their cases ready and sold on time because it's millions and millions of dollars. So that stuff gets out. But with this stuff, sometimes it's just that, you know, the carriers have to test it and if they lock it up too hard, the carriers can't figure out how to get to it and there's all these people have to do validation. And there, there's there's so many things that go into an iPhone launch that it probably is possible to lock every bit down, but it's probably not possible to do it all the time. There's just so many chances for obscurity, sorry, security by obscurity failing or just something going wrong.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. All right, let, let's take a break. And I'm going to thank our first sponsor. Um, Away makes premium suitcases in a variety of colors in four sizes, the carry on the bigger carry on the medium and the large could not be easier to understand exactly how big they are. They have a bunch of great colors to choose from and all of their suitcases are made with premium German polycarbonate unrivaled in strength and impact resistance and very, very lightweight. I've been using one as my carry on for years and it is still in great condition. The wheels are absolutely fantastic. The whole suitcase looks brand new. It's amazing. Um, other features, they have a great interior design featuring a patent-pending compression system, which is just a terrific way to keep your clothes separated into a few different compartments, keeps your shirts wrinkle-free, really, really great. Uh, includes a removable, washable laundry bag, and both sizes of the carry-on are able to charge cell phones, anything with USB. They have two USB ports and a built-in lithium-ion battery, and It pops right out. So if you buy a new carry on right now from away, the battery just pops right out in case you are traveling on an airline and they want to gate check your bag and they say you can't put a battery underneath the uh, plane. Pops right out. You don't need any tools. And they even have a great system, a great program for people who own an away travel bag from a few years ago, where the old system, instead of popping right out, you required a Phillips head screwdriver. Very, very easy. But some of the airlines now have a rule that if your bag has a built in battery, it can't require a tool. To remove it. If you have an older away bag that requires a screwdriver, they have a brand new um, assembly and they'll replace yours free of charge. I will put the link in the show notes, but they send you a thing free of charge, absolutely free. It takes a few minutes and you can convert your old away suitcase to the new one with the pop out battery thing. Or if you prefer not to do it yourself, they'll even let you free of charge, send your existing away suitcase without the pop-out assembly. Send it back to them. They'll do it for you. Couldn't be easier. I'll put the link in the show notes. Uh, but if you get a brand new one, you, of course, will get the new assembly built right in. It's a terrific product. I use it every single time I travel. And they have a special deal for listeners of the show. Uh, you can save $20 off a suitcase by visiting awaytravel.com slash show. That's awaytravel.com slash show. And use the promo code Talk Show during checkout and you will save twenty bucks. So save twenty bucks at com slash talkshow. And that promo code is talk show. All right. One more thing about this iPhone X well, maybe a little bit more than one more thing about the iPhone XS. But <laughs> one day we'll oh, just don't, hearing
1: I, you say it, XS. Well, that's so <laughs> The
0: name is a little surprising to me. So Jason Snell and I, in the last episode of this show, spent some time guessing yeah. iPhone names. And I had a draft piece that I just kept revising and revising that I didn't publish, but was on the cusp of publishing last week which, when this broke. My, my guesses for the name. And the idea that they would just add an S at the end, which they've done with the iPhone 3G to 3GS, the iPhone 4 to the 4S, the 5 to the 5S and the yep. 6 to the 6S, but haven't done since the 6S. Uh I, I I spent very little time in the piece even considering it. I I addressed it and said it's, you know, it, they've done it before, but a they haven't done it since the 6S and I believe the iPhone 6 was the uh I think maybe the best selling iPhone ever. It certainly was yeah. like at the peak of iPhone sales. And it far exceeded, it wasn't just the most popular, it exceeded Apple's expectations. And that was the one that it was out of, it was back ordered for the longest period of time.
1: It was uh, the first quote unquote super cycle because it pulled people into upgrading earlier just to get the bigger devices.
0: Yeah. It, 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 it was just bigger in every, it was, I think Apple knew it was going to be big, but it exceeded their expectations. It took them many more months than usual to, to, you know, to get it to like next day ordering. And then the six S was the other way. It was a down cycle where it's undersold. It wasn't like it was a dud. It wasn't a failure, but it actually didn't quite meet Apple's expectations. Uh, And I think there's several reasons for that. I think that, like you said, it was a super cycle that drove people to upgrade early uh, because they wanted bigger phones. And I also think that it also prompted people to wait longer to upgrade who might have bought an iPhone 5S or even a 5. Yeah. But who were waiting, who either saw the industry trends or followed the rumors long enough that, you know, the rumor that, you know, that Apple would be coming out with, quote unquote, bigger iPhones and that they wanted them, that it would prompt them to wait an extra year to upgrade to get a big one. Uh, I think both of those things were true and led to this, you know, as you called it, a super cycle. Um, I think the 6S was was suffered in the wake of that because so many people upgraded, like you said, upgraded early, uh, who therefore weren't left to buy the 6S model year because they'd already upgraded the year before. Yeah. But uh, in addition to those factors, though, I can't help but think that some part of Apple saw the reaction to the 6S as a... um, And it happened... In previous years, with all the S phones, where because they look the same, people say, "Ah, it's a mine." This is a minor boring. upgrade, right? Yeah. Whereas, technically, I think if you were on a two-year up, I've said this for many, many years. If you were on a two-year upgrade cycle, the S year was the year to be, um, because the the iPhone 3G versus the original iPhone had the exact same camera, the exact same processor. Yeah. It really only added, I believe, uh, 3G networking, which is a big deal. I mean, it was significantly faster than the edge networking. Um, and GPS. I don't think yeah. it had anything else. Um, it, it just, you know, it wasn't serious. It was a reasonable upgrade just to get 3G networking. But the 3GS was the first one where there was a real performance increase. And a real, I mean, it was a really, really big performance It added video increase. recording. <laughs> and it added video recording. Um, all sorts of things. The 4S, um, I think was, I, we could skip the 4, but uh, it was still a very nice upgrade over the iPhone 4. It, it, it fixed Siri, the antenna the issues. Siri was a big deal there, yeah. Siri was a thing. Um, the 5S is when they went from 32-bit processor to 64-bit, shocking yep. the industry, literally shocking anybody who follows the semiconductor industry.
1: Where's uh, day of Qualcomm's life.
0: Uh, 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 <laughs> very, I mean, at a very technical level. A truly significant put them ahead of the competition by years. Technical upgrade yeah. was an S and model it changed again.
1: their whole chipset architecture, and which has served them for you know from then on.
0: Right. It really was the start of the uh,
1: and Touch ID. Throw in as yeah. fr- frosting.
0: Right. Uh, it was a really good upgrade. Uh, 5S was a very nice upgrade. Or no, we just talked about the Five S. Yeah. was a good upgrade, but I but it seemingly got more of a bad rap like a rap of this is just a minor upgrade over last year than before
1: and this 3D touch which a lot of people didn't find appealing and you know
0: it, it, they might have been running into the part where people do, it, the cpu it, it, improvements are there and they're real yes. but the but the 6 was so fast that nobody was complaining about it being slow
1: and the rose gold appealed to me and Christina Warren, but not enough people i i, I <laughs> and I
0: also just can't help but feel that at that point it's like that it's not like the five and five s like the iPhone wasn't already a mass market tens of millions of purchases per quarter product it was, but at some point there's a curve where in the early years it was a product for in you know early adopters certainly the first generation iPhone was um
1: well, and I get what you're saying, though, because when you put the S on, it does set expectations, so the press knows it's, you know, for example, it's an iterative update, but also people start grokking into that, and they go, oh, if it's just an S, do I really want it? And I think right. that might have played into why the 8 was 8 and not 7S.
0: Yes, exactly where I'm going, that I can't help but think that Apple blames a little bit of the S's disappointing sales on the name, just a little. I, I think there's other reasons that are bigger, that simply because the 6 was such a spectacular hit, but I can't help but think... I thought, I mean, again, I'm obviously wrong if the name of this product is the XS. I was guessing that Apple might never do the just add an S again yeah. because the 6S was such a... Just, that's my <laughs> very long digression of saying I really never expected to see an S phone again, whether it looked the same as the last year or not.
1: And someone on Twitter said tennis, and now I can't stop pronouncing it that way. Yeah, <laughs> Jason Snell even
0: used the, the tennis ball uh, emoji. Yeah. <laughs> In one tweet, it was just the iPhone and then a tennis ball.
1: Anyway, yeah, it doesn't I, it, work. It's like excess, Access, Sexes, Eggs. I mean, like, it's just so many pitfalls. So I d-
0: My So uh, my, I, I really did, I didn't, sp- in my article, I, I tried, I, I think I did a much more, I still haven't published it, but because uh, I, I still haven't revised it in the wake yeah. of this, the, you know, n- knowing, quote unquote, knowing that the name is excess or tennis. I keep saying excess not me too. N-
1: it's going to be impossible not to. Because I see it, you know, yes. but anyway,
0: I know for a fact, like I, and so famously, I'm, I'm not good at, I'm not, I don't have a great track record betting on Apple's product names. Last year, um, after it was revealed that it was iPhone space capital X, I wrote an article, um, uh, just, you know, cause I like doing the speculation. I like guessing, uh, before the keynote explaining why I, my guess was that they would pronounce it iPhone X, and not iphone 10 and obviously i was very wrong um but one of the reasons i thought was and i just said because even if apple wants to call it the iphone 10 spelled with a capital x people will say iphone x and apple knows this firsthand because they know how many customers out there have spent spent 10 years calling the Mac's operating system mac os x Right, I don't know what percentage, but it's a, if not a majority, it is it is a very sizable minority. They know this. And so if they're going to call it the iPhone X, why give it this name? And I've heard from people. and, and uh, I was in an interesting Twitter thread on this. And there were some people who said, you know what? I went around my office and polled people, and most people seem to know it's the iPhone X. So maybe that's just a function though, of who, who they work with, um, being a little bit more keyed in or... or you know a little bit more apple enthusiasty i heard from people who work in apple stores who say oh yeah everybody comes in and calls it the iphone x like yeah. if you work in an apple store you're manning the the iphone desk people come in and they talk about the iphone x so they know And it's awkward.
1: Like, do you say 10 and try to embarrass them? Or do you just go with it and then look like you don't know what the name of your product is? And...
0: Right. It is weird. And so yeah. my explanation for why they wouldn't just add S is if people, whether Apple wants them to say 10 or X, they're going to say X. And therefore, they're going to say XS. And that sounds like the word excess. Yeah. Which is, I don't think, a word that Apple wants to associate with a phone that it was probably An going expensive to sell phone, for yeah. 999 through, presumably for the lar- you know the highest end version of the larger one, like what's the maximum
1: price of the current iPhone ten? Is
0: it eleven twelve? Th-
1: I think it's twelve hundred. Yeah, twelve hundred bucks. So the,
0: it'll lower. probably be at least thirteen hundred. Twelve ninety nine for the max yeah. version of the larger one. I don't think they want people calling it the iPhone XS. Or I would think they wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, there's uh, and and there's a a nightclub in Las Vegas at the uh, at the Win. Uh, I'm not a nightclub person, but it's you know it's a you know big. You can't can't go to the win and not see the ads for it called X S. And the whole reason they named the nightclub X S is because it sounds like excess, which is which is what they want associated with their expensive, crazy you know big name DJ nightclub.
1: I mean, yeah, even the band in XS, that was the whole thing. Yeah, exactly.
0: So it's there's two great examples where XS has been used before, and in both cases deliberately to create the um, verbal, uh, I guess that's not a pun, I don't know what you call it, but the yeah. verbal conflation of the word XS with the letters X and S. So I just thought, I, I really just blew it off as, I don't think they're going to do that. And... Uh, Apparently, I was famously. wrong. Famously, <laughs> yeah.
1: But you know, like, they're smart people. It's a super smart marketing organization. Right. And they usually, they have a name they want, but then they make hundreds of other names. And they go through them, and they make sure there's not a better name, and they check everything. And they're not dummies, to say the least. And they had to know, naming it iPhone Ten that this was going to happen. Because they were going to have another, they're not getting out of the iPhone business anytime soon. And they have products like XServe that... Or X uh, X code still that do use the Xs and <laughs> right. Um iPhone so 10 code. Just, it, yeah, it's just so it causes so much confusion, and Apple is so famous for understanding that the best marketing is simple that it just seems weird that we're having this conversation.
0: It does. I, I it is, and they do because if you
1: show it to most humans, they're going to say Xs. I right? I think I, it's I
0: and I know I personally have a very deep. Uh, I'll go right out and say it Hatred of Roman numerals I really hate them uh, I can never f- figure them out they They're, not make no They're not human readable They're uh, not human readable There's a reason that the ancient Romans <laughs> Were not very Not famous for their mathematical uh, Discoveries <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Right. That's right like, you know what I mean? There's a reason. That yeah, why Pythagoras was Greek. Uh,
1: <laughs> uh, I, or the Persians did so much math,
0: right? Uh, right, and the reason, right, the reason that the place where Arabic numerals were invented <laughs> was also the home of numerous tremendous mathematical discoveries. And yeah. uh, the Romans didn't even have a symbol for zero. I mean, yeah. it's it, it is not a good system it is antiquated. I really by the one that I've ranted about before was the Super Bowl, the NF the yes. National Football League has used Roman numerals for the Super Bowl and then for Super Bowl 50 they switched to Arabic numerals and just put yeah. a 50 and I was like, finally, and that just makes sense because once you get up to like the 47s, it, it there are yeah very long sequences of numbers in the very strange order that Roman numerals have to be in to represent certain digits. um And I thought it was like, I thought that was so brilliant. It's like that they trapped themselves in this Roman numeral thing back when Super Bowl four, five, six were all very human readable and just hadn't had the foresight to think, hey, we might be in this for decades. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, you know, you've got XXI, IV, you know, these crazy sequences. Hey, we'll break the sequence at 50 and then we'll just use numbers. But instead they went right back to Roman numerals, which it just infuriates me.
1: And it seems that, I don't know if you mentioned. I think you might have mentioned this previously. If they had done, gone with X, they would have reset everything and had another nine years of models to go through, like X one, X two, X three, X four. All very neat and tidy and pronounceable.
0: Right. It was. It would have been very cool. Like the iPhone X two, if they had called yeah. the original iPhone the X, and if they just called this one the X two, that sounds really cool. It yeah. sounds like the like the way like fighter planes are named or something. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But no, apparently we've got why the. We're excess. not in marketing. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. We're, we're apparently wrong about that. But there is yeah. w- one thing that uh, both that they don't mention at nine to five Mac, and there was a German report in, recently, uh, which did did mention that they might. Add and S, but that it hadn't yeah. been decided yet, which is crazy. Yeah. It's one of those things that drives me nuts is that at the time, the, the date that that was printed by the German at Bloomberg, his sources may not know if that was decided, but that decision had was made months ago at, at the highest levels in product marketing and Apple, like that decision was, is not up in the air right now. <laughs> and it was not up in the air last week. Uh, if it's actually I mean, called the iPhone XS, XS, that decision was set at, at the date that the Bloomberg article was published.
1: I mean, I would be shocked if they hadn't discussed it when they named last year's model. Right. Because they know they come in. But they, I mean, theoretically, right. it's possible that, you know, someone like Phil Schiller could go up and enter a, a name into the machine that right. eventually prints out all the packaging and changes right. mind. But right. uh, it's real late in the cycle.
0: Right. But, uh, the other thing that German mentioned and I would like to speculate about is whether or not the bigger one will also be called plus, And that, that German said that was up in the air. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm thinking it will not be, I don't think they're going to call it the iPhone 10 S and the iPhone 10 S plus. I think they're just both going to be called the iPhone 10 S and you can get a bigger one or a smaller one. Yeah.
1: Because the middle size one is awkward at that point too.
0: Right. I think so too. Right. That you, you've, got a regular one and then there's a bigger one i still think that's weird and plus
1: plus plus and minus i mean it just well and as i
0: I said i think i mentioned this with jason on my previous episode but i other the the, one reason i don't think they're going to call this plus is that the plus in previous ones to me never only referred to the size right it referred to this to the to the fact that it was superior in several ways the plus iPhone six plus. I think I think every every one of the plus phones, the ones that actually have an official plus in their name, has at least some technical advantages, um, including higher resolution. Not just bigger, but three x Retina displays as opposed to two x. Although they were sort of like two and a half x because they were downscaling, as opposed to the iPhone 10, which is the first true 3X retina resolution phone. But still, I think that the downscaled 3X was still a technical advantage, because it still had more actual pixels per inch than Mm -hmm. the non-plus iPhones. The cameras have always had at least some technical advantage, uh, ranging from uh, having optical optical image stabilization. stabilization. The next year it had... Optical image stabilization for video, uh, which is arguably yeah. more important. Optical image stabilization in video makes a huge difference for handheld videography. And almost all of iPhone videography is handheld. Yeah. Um, and the, what? The 7 Plus had the... Uh, or the when did they start? Feet, yeah. When yeah, the 7
1: start? had the dual camera system.
0: Right. And the dual camera system doesn't just give you two focal lengths for completely optical op you know non-digitally zoomed imagery um uh, to date only dual camera iphones have offered portrait mode yeah um uh, because it uses the dual camera to to you know, to, to, you know the way that it's hardware versus you know merged with software to get the portrait effect is complicated but it, is, it does involve har- both hardware and software. And the hardware right, like
1: includes- famously if you have a Google Pixel phone you can apply portrait mode. It does in fact apply portrait mode afterwards as a filter, but it can't do real time like you you don't see mm-hmm. it in the viewfinder because right. it doesn't have the lenses and the silicon to right. do it.
0: Right. So the plus is always referred to a little bit more than just the size. And from what I've seen we don't know, I mean i you know, but everything I've seen is that the two iPhone 10s models yeah. will be technically the same. They won't, there won't be any real advantage to the larger one other than the nature of just having a larger display. Yeah. Um, I guess the most akin that, that I can think that would be, would be to the iPad pro where the, the 10.5 inch iPad pro and the 12.9 inch iPad pro are, are technical peers in every way I can think of. Both have true tone, both have pencil support. If they're not the exact same clock speed, they're close enough.
1: Uh, yeah, I I think the memory is different, but you need that for the larger display. And that'll be true of the iPhone as well. The Ram will be higher.
0: Right. I don't think you get better, any better performance. Like the MacBook pro is, is not as good a comparison because the 15 inch MacBook pro is, is faster, uh, than the 13 inch MacBook pro. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's also, it is pretty close on the, that, you know, there's a reason why the 15-inch MacBook Pro doesn't get its own name. It's just the 15-inch, right? <laughs> MacBook <It's>, Pro Plus. <laughs> right. It's, you know, so I, I think that, they, you know, I've I've speculated a lot, and my guess would have been that this would have been the year where they call them the iPhone Pro. Uh, I can't get over that, that they don't. But, yeah. uh, but much like the iPad Pro models and the MacBook Pro models, I think that the iPhone XS will only have one name, and you'll just pick a size.
1: So, does the other one become iPhone Nine, or does it become iPhone? That's uh, my guess. Ten minus, or no? Does my become... guess is iPhone Nine.
0: My guess yeah. is, and and it, it, this wasn't revealed. Like, so the leaks are, yeah. were only of the XS, and then the watch. Um, but that leaves this mysterious six point one inch LCD corner to corner around iPhone Ten, basically looking phone. Uh, I, I think it's very obvious that they would call it the iPhone nine. It's the, the number is just sitting there waiting to be used. They've been upgrading that, that phone from the iPhone seven to the eight to the nine every year. Um, I, I know like on Twitter, I've, I've had a very fun debate where Steven Troughton Smith thinks they will call it the iPhone 10, like C or the SE or something. iPhone 10, something, uh, Simply because, because, of the design. simply because the design yeah. is is all part of it, but he also is under the impression. And again, I could be wrong. I've been wrong about this whole thing with the X's and ten, so yeah. I could be very wrong. But he seems to be thinking that the X is going to stand around like the X for Mac OS ten as a decade long branding thing, and they'll just increment other things every year. I don't think that's true, especially uh, yeah.
1: especially uh, as a Roman numeral.
0: Well, not just that. I just feel like I, I, I just can't see where they would go next year with iPhone X, XT. something, you know, yeah, like somebody's throughout T, iPhone Ten T. Uh, again, this would all make a lot more sense if they were pronouncing the X as an X. Yeah. Uh, like I could see that being a decade long thing where they just keep having iPhone X yeah. somethings. And again, just resetting the numbers and doing the X2, the X3, the X4 yeah. sounds cool to me. Uh, I just can't see doing it while you're calling it 10 because that to me makes it sound like you're stuck for years. You're stuck on this i You know, you kept incrementing these numbers and then all of a sudden you're stuck at 10. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, 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 At this point, I wouldn't be shocked if it, you know, the other one was the iPhone 10C with an X and a C. Uh, and, you know, there's precedent for that because of the iPhone 5C and the iPhone 5C uh, came in a variety of colors that you know yes. were totally novel uh, compared to what had become before, and frankly, since. And there are rumors that this 6.1 inch iPhone will come in a similar array of colors. Yeah. Um, and the C, obviously, you know, for a colorful <laughs> model line, it makes some degree of sense. C for color.
1: And I don't know how much they care. I mean, Samsung famously skipped a uh, galaxy and one of the galaxy notes, like seven or eight or something. And, and they skipped the number ahead. So it would be on the same numbering scheme as iPhone because they don't want people to go to a store and see like an iPhone eight and a galaxy note six or something. Right. Cause it would look like they were behind, but it, Samsung's probably going to keep incrementing. So if you had a decade of iPhone tens and they're going to 11, 12, right. 13, 14, then, walk into the store who don't know any better.
0: Right. Yeah. So you run into the reverse problem yeah. going head to head against Samsung. Um, So I don't dismiss it. It's what makes for a good debate. You know, Uh, like I don't dismiss the idea of this LCD model being called the XC or the X something. Um, uh, But I don't think so. I think they'll just call it the iPhone 9. Um, Because I just don't think I think being it's so far behind the iPhone 10. That As we know it, i mean meaning the actual 20, you know, the one that's in my pocket right yeah. now from last year, because the iPhone 10 has an OLED display and OLED yes. is truly superior to LCD, richer blacks, but more energy efficient. Can't see it. It is a funny thing. You you can't show it in an advertisement, right? Like there's yeah. no way on a, a, a TV advertisement to show how an OLED is better than an LCD because the TV itself is either an LCD, or an OLED, right? So you can't show that. Or or in my personal case, it's a plasma screen. So now you're you're mixing up three technologies. Uh,
1: But they do need something because it's going to be bigger than the normal-sized iPhone XS, and you do need something to indicate that it's a lower-tier product. It's not a a higher-tier product, and both 9 and C might be able to do that. Right, nine I think, especially.
0: I think nine. Well, I don't know if C would do that though. If it's called iPhone 10C and iPhone 10S, and it's midsize, I don't know. I don't know how a typical consumer would come in yeah. and just say and and see this as a two hundred dollar lesser phone. I mean, I'm presuming it'll be like an eight hundred dollar starting point and a thousand dollar starting point for the iPhone 10S. I just don't see how if you call it the 10 anything that comes across, and then you know it's not like, Oh, poor Apple, uh, pity them. Tens and tens of millions of people are buying the $800 new iPhone instead of the thousand dollar new iPhone. I mean, it's, you know, it's not like they're giving these things away <laughs> versus selling the iPhone 10. I mean, it's still a very expensive phone. It used to be the highest, you know, that until last year it was the highest priced phones that they sold. I expect them to be at the same pricing tier, but I, that doesn't really make a lot of strategic yeah. sense to me and everybody knows or who follows it that the iPhone Ten's commercial success significantly raised the average selling price of iPhones this year, yeah. which is sort of unprecedented, you know, for a 10 year old computing platform, like prices tend to inexorably tend to go down over time in the computer industry. And they've certainly gone down, um, for all, all of Apple's competitors in the Android space. Um, and the iPhone 10 was such a spectacular hit and so much more expensive than previous iPhones that it significantly raised the average selling price of an iPhone. And again, I don't think that the iPhone, this 6.1 inch one, the one that I'll call the iPhone nine, I don't think Apple has like crippled it in any way. uh, Um, to to drive this i think if anything going to this corner to corner edge to edge notch display and the no home button thing as opposed to staying with the iphone 8 classic you know what front face technology that they're being aggressive about moving this stuff you know like face id to the second tier um yes but I can't help but feel, though, that calling it iPhone 9 versus the iPhone XS wouldn't make make much more clear that it's one click below, just because yes. the number's one click below.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely.
0: Uh, so that's my guess. My guess is just the most obvious thing in the world, which is that this phone, that phone will be called the iPhone 9.
1: Everyone in Germany will be so confused.
0: And they'll say, <laughs> you know, I could see it, like... I, I I could, I, I'm not quite sure what order they would come out in the keynote. Yeah. Uh, which, what do you think? I, I kind of think you, you would do the iPhone nine first.
1: Yeah. They did C before they did five S did they? I see. They, I don't remember yeah. that. It yeah. makes sense. Tim Cook came out and said that the, the iPhone business is so big now it's expanding that for the first time they're going to do not one, but two new iPhones. And the first one is the five C.
0: Yeah. So my guess is, uh, I guess it would be Phil Schiller, because he's done every iPhone. He's done the the introduction for every single iPhone other than the ones that were introduced by Steve Jobs. Yes. Um, the only two people who've ever introduced new iPhone hardware have been Steve Jobs and Phil Schiller. And Phil, uh, because of—historically, if it, 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 historically, you think about it, you think, you know, Jobs did all the first ones, and then, you know, ever since he died, Phil's done these, and he filled in the— when, when Steve was sick, but Steve was ill for a couple of years. Like, yep. uh, I don't have a thing in front of me, but I, I think that, I think that Steve only introduced the iPhone, the 3G. I know that the 3GS was a Schiller year because the uh, four
1: so, was Steve, cause he did the whole camera thing.
0: Right. And the four S was the one that was introduced yeah. days before he died. Yeah. Um, so it was only, only three of them. Right? Yeah. The only three the only three phones Steve Jobs introduced, the iPhone, 3G, and then the 4. And I do remember yeah. that with the 4, that, and it was the last one at uh, WWDC.
1: Yeah, it was turn off your MyFis for the FaceTime. It was <laughs> unforgettable. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Johnny, these bloggers won't turn off their MyFis, but we'll just keep going. <laughs>
0: Uh, so I can see Phil on stage. I I would think my gut tells me that you do the nine first. And my guess is that the narrative would be something of along the lines of last year, we introduced the iPhone 10 as you know, the iPhone of the future, Um, you know, ahead of years ahead of its time. And we introduced this beautiful corner to corner display. We introduced face ID, uh, these new gestures that replaced the home button and, you know, here they are in the iPhone 9, you know.
1: Yeah, this year we bring it to everybody.
0: Right. And so, you know, you don't say, you don't have to even mention that it's not an OLED screen. You mentioned that the, the innovation was going edge to edge with the round corners, mm. with Face ID, uh, the gestures um, for navigating. And, and you rumor get-
1: has it it's that fancy new LG display anyway that's 100% DCI-P3 and... know as basically as good as lcd can get
0: so that's great right then there's things they can they can brag that the display is good or great even you know maybe not the best but it is great
1: the best lcd display we've ever had in an iphone there you go i could even see them saying
0: that uh best lcd yeah i could see that and and the the specific points like the the color spectrum and maybe true tone i hope i would be nice if it got true tone that would be great uh, but I guess main- at
1: that point it's just figuring out the price point they want to sell it at, then how many features I right. can include at that price right. point. Well,
0: they we, we seem to know from the, the leaks, uh, that it doesn't have a dual camera design it has a single yes. camera. Um, whether that's accurate or not, I can't say. Cause there's, there's certainly, it seems like there's also fewer leaks about this phone. Yeah. But I would guess it has a single camera design, uh, and that that would be a significant, way that they would differentiate both differentiate Mm -hmm. it and keep the component prices down
1: And I think the size has confused some people because, especially here, we conflate uh, the size with the price. Like, SE was smaller and famously cheaper. But in a lot of markets, emerging markets and Asian markets, uh, the iPhone is a primary computing device, and people want and need it to be as big as possible. So the combination of a lower price iPhone that's also a big iPhone is going to be hugely appealing in the markets that Apple really wants to hit hard this year.
0: Oh, and they can also say it is the largest uh, LCD iPhone. Yes. hmm they could also say if they introduce it first it's the largest screen we've ever had on an iphone and they can make a comparison to the plus sized like iphone 8 and say it has here's how much more area it has even than the plus sized uh iphones of the past uh I'm hoping it has, I don't, I don't, I don't even know what the supply chain leaks say, but I'm hoping it has a true three X retina display as opposed to a scaled down retina display.
1: I think it's two X. I think that's one oh. of the ways it's also differentiated okay. and, and lower cost. Oh, that could be possible.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, a, that's interesting. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. That actually would, yeah. Now that I think about it, do going 2 X, even though it's larger could make sense. Um, uh, uh and then, you know, having colorful color options and saying, "Look, you know, we've got all this stuff." I, I, I could just see that happening. It seems like a very natural way to do it. Yeah. And then you move on to the iPhone XS and say, "You know, you know, here is the, you know, here is the big boy." Yeah, totally. Uh, let me think. What else? Anything else on the name? I am thinking iPhone Nine, iPhone XS. That's my bet.
1: Yeah, I, I the 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 XS thing is going to bug me for the next years. So I just have to get used to it.
0: It is definitely going to bug me as well. Uh, and I can't even, I've already lost count of how many times on this episode I've already said X where I, I don't even know what to say because I want, I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to confuse people, you know, because they, no,
1: but I find like I can say 10 when I'm just saying it. But if I ever see it written down, I start to right. tend towards X because exactly. i like the X man, everything is X.
0: Yeah, I read it that way. It's easier yeah. for me to write it consistently. I, it's yes. always been to write iPhone space capital X. I, I never, there's no reason to be confused. I, I see it. It's a very, I'm a, yes. just, uh, it's the podcast thing, speaking about it, where it, it trips me up. All right. That yeah. brings up one more thing. though, no on naming, I guess yeah. is given that we know quote unquote, no iPhone X S, <laughs> uh, pronounced 10 S and presumably iPhone nine, um, where do they go next year? Because that's one of the other reasons. Last yeah. year, I thought there's no way they're going to pronounce this, the 10, because they're going to run, you know, you run into problems.
1: Next year, it'll be an actual, like, Arabic 10, iPhone is one zero, and then iPhone XT pronounced 10 Well, 10T. I can't I
0: believe, know. I really, really, and again, I might be just overly personally biased against Roman numerals. I cannot believe that they would ever go to 11 using the X and the I. Yeah. I really can't. I, I really do feel that part of the reason Apple seemingly has this marketing infatuation with the letter X is that X is the coolest letter in the alphabet. And even if they're going to call it Mac OS 10 and iPhone 10, they, they just like the way it, they also like the yeah. way it looked visually to spell it with a capital X. Um, same thing with X code, right? X code just sounds like a cool app. Yep. Um, I, I, I just can't – I feel like you lose that coolness if you go to XI for 11. Yep. Um, But does it make any sense to go to iPhone 1.1 next year? And then where goes the middle range? I guess you can have a 9S year.
1: The new iPhone. You
0: you eventually – so you could go next year and have an iPhone 11 in two sizes at the high end and an iPhone 9S at the $800 level. But then the next year, you're definitely run out of space.
1: Yeah, you're you're buying time. You're never fixing the problem.
0: Right. And I heard, uh, or at least somewhere on Twitter, I saw somebody speculating that they could just keep moving the high-end model up. And then they could move the middle-range one and use, re- use 10 again, but spell it with the 1 and a 0 yeah. because they never used it before. But you, I don't think you could do that. No, I mean, that, you can do – I guess you can do anything. And they could call it the – you know, iPhone poop emoji.
1: Like, yeah, like I said, iPhone mother of dragons, whatever right. they want, they can call it. But. <laughs> I, just, like,
0: I just, you start using emoji in the names. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, you know, iPhone, <laughs> iPhone martini glass. Uh, yes. Uh, I mean, they could do anything they wanted to, but I just don't see, they can't reuse 10, two years later with one zero and, and have anybody be able to speak about
1: it coherently. Meanwhile, the marketing team is listening to this with a glass of champagne and just laughing. (laughs) Well, exactly. (laughs) Oh, John, we can do a lot of things. But I just, I I
0: can't, and again, I could be wrong. And, you know, seven years from now, we'll be talking about the iPhone 17. But uh, I I really do feel like they've got to stop numbering them eventually because it just starts. Like
1: the Super Bowl. Yeah, really.
0: It just starts blurring. It doesn't seem as distinctive, you know. Year over year is an upgrade. And so I'll stick with my theory that eventually they'll go iPhone and iPhone Pro, uh, and next year would make perfect sense. Uh, I guess. Even the. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean. I guess the one thing that wouldn't make sense about doing it this year is if they know that the iPhone XS is going to look, form factor wise, the same as the iPhone X, it doesn't make sense to make such a big naming difference year after year for two phones that are visually in certain colors, at least are visually indistinguishable.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, that they would say if someday, you know, and I feel like Gene Munster talking about Apple TV, (laughs) right? Like I feel like what the Apple TV was Apple making a TV set to Gene Munster is me thinking that this is the year Apple's going to call the high end phone, the iPhone pro. I get it. Well, I mean, that, they
1: did it with the like the iPad had the nine point seven Pro and the twelve point nine Pro and the nine point seven non Pro and yeah. then they then they changed it to the ten point five and right. the nine point seven just became iPad. Yeah, and the iPad Pro it, was just iPad Pro. Right.
0: That's exactly you know I, I saw them do that and I was like, yes, yeah. that makes perfect sense. That's really kind of brilliant. Uh, and it, you know, it's a sort of thing that takes you know like maybe eighteen months to f- roll out and completely make sense across the line.
1: And the second generation twelve point nine wasn't even twelve point nine mark two. It was nope. just they didn't add anything to it. It was
0: just the new yeah. iPad Pro. Just you know, new iPad yeah. Pro. Um, yeah. Uh, it's like uh, I don't know. So i guess is next year would be the year where they'll have a new form factor at the high end and call it iPhone Pro. But uh, again, anybody who's been betting along with me on that is is very sorry. Very sorry. Uh, All right, let me take another break here and thank our friends at Squarespace and we'll talk about Apple Watch um, and what we've, um, interesting things we've learned this week. Um, Look, Squarespace has been sponsoring this podcast for as long as I can remember. And their service, what they provide, keeps getting better and better. You go to Squarespace when you need a new website. You can do everything from register a domain, To start with a template, to modify the template, to create a custom design, put your own logo in there, to add the functionality that you need for your site, whether it's a store with a complete commerce thing taken care of by Squarespace with credit card processing, all that sort of stuff, um, to a blog, to hosting a podcast, to having a site that has multiple of these things, like a site that has both a store, a blog, and a podcast all on one site. Squarespace can help you do it. They take care of it all. It's all very visual. You don't need to know any sort of coding. You don't have to know HTML. You don't have to be able to program JavaScript. You don't have to know CSS to do the design. If you do know those things, if you are technically adept, can do it. You can get in there and do the things you want to do with the code. So you can do it if you want. You don't have to ever see it if you don't want to. Uh, and they offer truly award-winning technical support over the phone whenever you need it, 24 hours a day. It's a great service. I'll just say what I always say. Next time you need a website or somebody you know needs a website and comes to you for help, send them to Squarespace. Go to Squarespace and get started. Um, here's what you do. Go to squarespace.com. Enter the offer code TALKSHOW, just TALKSHOW at checkout, and you will get 10% off your first purchase even if you purchase an entire year in advance you can save 10 percent. my thanks to squarespace for their continuing support of the talk show all right so the apple watch yeah book, very series very,
1: four can we agree on that name at least i,
0: I it, it, that's one thing that is very nice about the apple watch is their naming scheme is very predictable and very uh to me, it works very well. I
1: think there's although what are they what are they going to name the new series one? Because they, I mean, we, there's always an issue.
0: Uh, which what would be the new series one? I'm which not does sure. the
1: series three become less expensive, and they'll keep the names anyway? I don't yeah, want to I do think that's
0: list. what they'll do. I think they'll yeah. keep the series three and just make it more expensive, or or, yeah. or lower the price. Less I mean, make yeah. it less expensive. Yeah, I think it's very obvious that they would keep just keep the series three. Um, and I think it was probably designed with that in mind. Yeah. I think that it's the. I don't think you have to have any inside information at all to just speculate that first generation products are very, very difficult, uh, always come up with unforeseen difficulties. Yeah. Um, and so the fact that the original Apple Watch, the AKA, you know, not officially named, but as we call it, the Series Zero, um, didn't stick around and was instead yeah. replaced with the series what they called the series one even though it came out alongside generation two and even had the two's system on a chip yeah um is unsurprising um same way that the original iphone was the only one for years and years that didn't stick around for a second year at a lower price yeah you know so i i think by the time they got to series three they they felt pretty, you know, I think that they had the, you know, they, they knew both this would be a great new high end, you know, model year. And this is something that a year from now we can definitely sell for $50 less. Yeah. You know, and just has all sorts of nice things like the water resistance and uh, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. I think the name will be series Four. I I can't, I'd be, I'd, uh, I'd be absolutely flabbergasted if it weren't, because it's obvious, uh, series three (laughs) s jesus uh as rumored uh you know the display is larger and or you know probably i'm guessing that corner to corner you know or, or top to bottom it's still 42 and 38 millimeters i think apple likes those sizes i think that they are um they are good in and of themselves. And watches are very different than phones. Like, watches aren't, you know, going to get bigger the way phones have gotten bigger.
1: Uh, it's an interesting juxtaposition because if they, over the last, let's say, 13 months, they've been deleting bezels. And on the phone, they put a bigger screen into effectively, you know, the same size casing as right. the, the plus-size screen into the effectively non-plus-size phone. With the Apple Watch, they're putting a bigger screen into the same casing. And with the iPad, they're putting smaller casing around the same size screen.
0: Yeah, it's, you know, and it's not like the uh, original or the first three generations of Apple Watch have had exceedingly large bezels, but, you know, they're there, uh, and it just, you know... Uh, this. It was
1: like a black ring that nobody could complete, and right. now it's gone. Um,
0: <laughs> well, and the other neat thing about it is that uh, it's always been the case with every Apple Watch is that, it, you know, these are the first products where Apple used OLED screens, Yep. and the... The very rich blacks of OLED made that bezel seem not like something separate from the display or surrounding the display, but that you just sort of lost the difference between where the screen ends and the bezel
1: begins. Yeah, and that was physically the biggest display they could put in the Apple Watch at the time.
0: Right. Uh, So the rumor all year has been that the new Series 4 would have a larger display display uh, that it combined with shrunk bezels, meaning that the case would stay either the same or roughly the same size. And just more of the black that you see within the metal frame is actually taken up by a usable display, uh, than before. Yep. And this image that nine to five Mac obtained, go, can, can I just say this the other day? I don't blame nine to five Mac for watermarking these images. Uh, um, uh, I get it. I get, you know, it, it, I, I, I don't post images typically at a Daring Fireball. Most websites do post images and liberally <laughs> borrow <laughs> exclusive images yeah. from other sites. So I totally get it that in the racket of of posting images, you know, that you'd want to watermark it so that everybody who publish, republishes the image has to publish your website's name along with the image's. But along the lines of maybe Apple did this deliberately, <laughs> like I'm looking at this image as, as we speak, if anybody out there is listening and still thinks Apple, you know, like Phil Schiller and Greg Joswiak got together and said, let's, let's get people excited and give them a sneak peek at the new Apple Watch, that the first time that any of them would see it would include a very large 9 to 5 Mac logo that obscures part, part of the image. Uh, yeah. that, I, to me, that might be the single best, ex- <laughs> single best explanation of like why a this disqualifier. is qualifier deliberately. Yeah. Um, so, what we see, we see a gold, or uh, yeah, I guess that's gold, not rose gold, right? Yeah. Gold. Yeah, it looks gold to me. Gold aluminum uh, Apple Watch, uh, seemingly with a sort of a top band. Like a tan, yeah. like an off-white band, um, the the watch itself definitely looks thinner to me. It's very hard to tell from an image. I mean, yes. the, the, the display obviously takes up a significantly larger portion of the front face. There's no doubt that this display t- is bigger corner to corner than any previous iPhone or Apple Watch. Um, but it also looks thinner to me. It looks like a thinner device. Now that could be just flattering product photography but
1: and and, you you don't see the sensor bump on the back which right you you never know how thick that is right
0: and that is how the apple watch got thicker with the series 3 is is that the sensor array actually protrude protrudes slightly more it it it, i I think jeff williams when he said so might have even said it was less than a single millimeter which is Pretty small, but I can, uh, as a picky person and longtime watch wearer, I can tell that my series three Apple watch is a little bit more off my wrist than previous Apple watches, even if it's a a fraction of a millimeter, uh, when you're talking about devices that are only, and, and this is very typical for the watch, you know, the entire watch world, you know, devices that seem, seem to range from, you know, like 12, 13, 14 millimeters, um, it makes a difference. Like a, a just not even talking Apple watches, but just a watch that's twelve millimeter, millimeters thick often feels much less chunky on your wrist than a fourteen millimeter watch. Even just if
1: look at thirty-eight versus forty-two millimeters it doesn't sound like a lot, but when you see right. it on the watch, it's a lot because right. it's so small.
0: Right. So that's one area where I think that the Apple Watch as um, Uh, as Apple continue, you know, it's so good at miniaturizing what it's done. I mean, I truly, I've said this before, but I truly think that the one thing Apple modern Apple has done that they don't get enough credit for is that they are better at miniaturizing computers, uh, than any company in history of the world. They, you know, they just everything from, uh, AirPods as being mini iOS devices that live in your ears to, um, you know, and the tremendous battery life they get out of AirPods, to Apple Watch. You know, it, it, every year after year, the Apple Watch has gotten significantly better. And it's just just as a computing device, just totally nerding out and looking at this as a little tiny Unix computer with a display that lives <laughs> on your wrist. It's truly amazing how much they've yep. gotten it better year after year. But at a certain point, it's like the watch is unique in that you don't really want to go bigger. Like the fact that the Apple watch is as small as it is compared to competition from companies like Samsung has been a feather in its cap and a reason it's so popular, but you also don't really want to go smaller in terms of, uh, the face size, you know, like if Apple in theory could make an Apple watch 34 millimeters big, technically that might not be appealing to many people because it's actually too small.
1: And only Schwarzenegger wants 48 millimeters. Right. You want
0: to balance this combination of the aesthetics of what it looks like as a piece of jewelry on your wrist combined with yeah. the um, ability to see as much information as you can looking at it as a computer display.
1: And you have battery budget, you know, like some people really want it to be thinner, but then you're spending your battery budget on removing battery to keep the same features where other people would like an always on display or they build it to run real UI kit apps, which would cost battery and wouldn't let them get rid of it. So you have all these things you have to balance.
0: Right. There's a a ton of things to balance. But two things that are very obvious is that being able to put a larger corner to corner display within the same area would be a win. Like a win in every regard, like yep. I guess with the possible exception of battery life. But if your battery life has gotten better enough that you can support it, it's just, that's just a great idea. And then making the whole device thinner would be great. There's no doubt that a, a slightly thinner Apple Watch would be better. I think almost everybody would agree.
1: So would you prefer a slightly thinner watch or an always-on display if they had the same battery cost?
0: Uh, probably the always-on display.
1: Because (laughs) I I, I will
0: say that the S3, the Series 3, while I do think I noticed that it's thicker, I have never thought Apple Watch was too thick. Yeah. Including the thickest ever, which was the Series 3. So I would definitely say always on display.
1: Yeah, me too. Uh,
0: I I still miss that. Me too. Uh, I just ran into it the other day. I was carrying two beverages, one for me, one for my wife, and one in each hand. And there's there was just no way to get yep. my watch to show the time, and I really wanted to know the time very badly.
1: Right, and if you turn your wrist, you spill the drink. And right, if you try to give me like it's just no win. And it was
0: too filled to the brim. Um, <laughs> uh, I forget if it was iced tea or coffee, but some kind of it, it wasn't water. So they were yeah. filled to the brim and just had like lids. So I also couldn't. And I had like a nice white shirt on i couldn 't just yeah. hug the other one in my right hand because it would have gotten you know some brown yeah. beverage on my white shirt, so i had no I just had no way to check check the time whereas if I was wearing any of my other watches, I would have been able to glance at the wrist and yeah. see the time absolutely so, so I would pick that but anyway, this does look thinner i 'm not surprised yeah. that if it is thinner uh, and again when they 're on stage and tell you how much thinner it is. That number may not sound impressive, like, I don't know, if it's one millimeter thinner or something, um, but it, that a one millimeter thinner Apple Watch could actually, in practice, be actually pretty, pretty significantly, noticeably, right. wow, I didn't expect this to be so much thinner and thinner.
1: And for some people, it's just a matter of it fitting under the cuff of their shirt or not fitting, which yep. is a big deal for them.
0: That is absolutely, and, and it really is. In the watch world, that is actually, you know, that is like just about every review I ever see of a watch, like a Hodinkee or a site like that, usually mentions, I like, guess, you know, how it fits under the cuff. Like a, a, a sleeve cuff is actually absolutely. what people talk about. Uh, and the other big form factor change, I'll let you say it, on the digital Either- crown.
1: Yeah, the digital. Well, there's the microphone, which I think is just a small one, but it'll aid with its noise canceling and Siri reception. But yeah, the digital crown went from being all red to being a thin red line.
0: Yeah, so I'm presuming here, but uh, on last year's when a, a Series Three, the uh, the side of the digital crown, the part that your finger, if you're going to press the digital crown in, on the cellular models, no matter what color watch you have, it's red, and if it's not a cellular watch, then it's black. Yeah. Uh Which is, I think all the other one. well, I guess the gold edition had a red uh, dot.
1: They matched, right? I think they matched the color of the band that it came with. It was oh, black. that's right. I forget. Right. So yeah. the ones that came
0: with the red band had a red dot. Um, I have to tell you, I, I still, and again, you know, we were talking about names being, yeah. ind- d- you know, inscrutable. I, I found that I still think, I still cannot believe that they put a red dot on every Apple watch that has cellular networking.
1: It, so you, it makes, you people would know that you'd the new watch, John.
0: Well, yeah, but who gives a shit? It, it clashes yeah. with so many bands and watch yeah. faces. Like, so I, right now I have my watch on and I have the, I forget which one, but it's from the original year of the uh, Nylon okay straps the the one that's closest to black just a dark gray nylon strap which is my favorite apple watch strap ever made and i'm using the uh uh, the explorer watch face the one that uh, has red hands
1: and so it it actually looks great with the red dot
0: um but there are other watch straps in other colors that just don't go with the color red. And there's, you know, there's dozens. There's like 20-some different colors of watch faces uh, that you can configure, most of which don't go well with red. I, I, it's always been very baffling to me. So this yeah. new one, instead of having an entire red dot, I'm guessing that this is a cellular model and this there's just a red ring around the outside of it.
1: Yeah. I still
0: don't get why it's red, frankly. But... It's so much more subtle um that i can accept it i I think it's funny
1: because the pixel uh the pixel 2 has a red power button and people just went gaga over it and to me it was the same thing as the red crown i just don't Hmm. want them to pre-choose colors right and then the
0: the center of the crown inside the red ring is also gold which is new like previously uh it was either black or red it wasn't the color of the actual watch Yeah, I didn't notice the microphone underneath the digital crown. So that's new. I wonder if that means yeah. it might have always on Hey Siri?
1: It I believe it does. Well, it does because it, it picks up on the raising of your wrist, but you don't have to say the words anymore. It, it's just with iOS 5, it just goes when you when it detects yeah. the movement and your voice.
0: Yeah. So maybe that would be the solution to my getting the time when it's when I'm carrying two beverages.
1: <laughs> yeah, you have to actually talk to your watch. You yeah,
0: have to talk to your watch <laughs> without pressing a, a button. Yeah. Um, so the form factor is exciting. Uh, I think it looks great. I think it definitely, you know, and it's it's clearly, you know, a, a derivative of the original Apple Watch design, um, but I think in a very good way. And I think I think in a way that the Apple Watch, starting with the original form factor, was sort of a, a reduction of Apple's modern design
1: mm-hmm.
0: ethos. You know, I don't know how much you want to credit to Johnny Ive personally. Uh, i'm sure, I would guess Johnny I personally would not want to take too much individual credit for it. I think the whole team sort of shares this the aesthetic but you know round rectangles, round corners, capsule shapes yeah. uh, it, it, that, that they reduced it to a, it, it 's a minimal amount of area you know a watch is so small that uh you know I, I think they nailed it right from the beginning that they have sort of like and they came up with an iconic basic idea right away that they could i really do mean this i think that they could stick with for well over a decade
1: i mean it's the watch that steve jobs has in that photo and that princess leia is wearing return of the jedi so you can't go wrong right like i could honestly (laughs)
0: see like 15 years from now a new apple watch that is very obviously derived from from the designs we're already familiar with um, and
1: when you look, there's a whole bunch of new Android. No, they don't call it Android Watch. What is, I forget what they call it. Google Watch OS or something. Right. Watch no, they, something. I forget what Google calls it. But there's a bunch of new round ones that came out. And you see when they go through the interface that it just cuts off all the text all the time yeah. as you're panning through it.
0: Yeah. I know that it, it, there's a certain number of people who have always not liked that uh, Apple Watch is fundamentally a rectangular Display, they want a round watch. They think round watches look better, and there's tons of competing smartwatches that are around. But
1: old um, phones look like bananas. I mean, right. there's a difference when, a phone, when it becomes a computational product.
0: Right. I, I feel, and I'm a person, I typically almost always use an analog style Apple Watch face. Yes. Um, like I said, I'm using the Explorer one now. The one I use most often is Utility, but you can put around watch face on a rectangular watch and it works to me it works very well aesthetically but you can't display rectangular data on a round watch you and have it look anything other than awful in my opinion and there's a lot of a lot of the watch faces that apple watch offers are fundamentally rectangular and um a lot of the other things you do on apple watch want to naturally want to present their data to you on a rectangular scrollable display
1: yeah, it just makes sense because it's almost like you have center vision and peripheral vision and a lot of the complications. And now, like with this screenshot, the super complications, right. those that get to exist in the periphery where if it was a round face, you'd lose the benefit yep. of having all that extra data.
0: Yep. And that is a perfect segue to the discussion of this watch face that we see in this screenshot, which to me is the single biggest and most intriguing leak of the the whole sc- you know, duopoly of the total two scoops, yeah. the nine to five Mac had, right? Because like I said, just to recap, we knew the two sizes of the iPhone XS. Uh, we knew that they were going to have gold. And I think the most easily guessable gold, given that it would be stainless steel would be this very gold finger, gold, hmm. gold, right? Shiny, blingy gold.
1: E 3 po gold.
0: Right. So really the biggest thing from the iPhone ten leak is the name of iPhone XS. Um yeah. So with the watch, the fact that the display is bigger was rumored because uh, apparently the display industry is the absolute leakiest <laughs> in the entire world. The fact that it looks like it's thinner seems like a very obvious thing for Apple to do, whether it was rumored or not. It just it seems like a very obvious idea. Uh, even the fact that they don't use an entire red circle for the inside of the crown seems like an obvious idea because it was a <laughs> terrible idea in the first place that but then this watch face is like wow <laughs> it really is to me
1: yeah no i mean like there's like nine complications you've got four in each corner four in the center and then one in the actual time scale right. around the the right. hands
0: and so if, in the watch world if you don't count and technically speaking the hour minutes and seconds count as complications like in the yeah. watch world this word complication which i know uh, some people who don't don't care about watches in general either find confusing or they find downright annoying or they find baffling because they think complication sounds like a bad thing not a good thing yeah. but it, apple's borrowed this wor, word from the watch world and in the watch world complication equates to what we in the computer world call features so if, yeah. if it is something your watch can do it's a complication an hour minute and second count as complications like, so a simple watch that only tells you the hour and the minute, adds two complications, hour and minute. And then if you add a second hand, it's a third complication. But let's, we won't count that. Let's say we don't count hour, minute, second. It's got nine complications. Yeah. Ten, if you count Wednesday, is different than the 23rd. Yeah. And in the watch yeah. world, that would definitely count as two complications. So that's 10. And they're
1: also more informational. Like you have a stopwatch with the time that's left. You have the temperature, which the temperature gauge, UV with the UV index. You have the sunset with the time that it's, the sun rises and sets. You know, it, It's just so much information. There's like so much data contained in this watch face. Yeah. Uh,
0: it's somewhat annoying to me when when I'm using a stopwatch. And I want to just keep my regular watch up. But if the stopwatch is running and you raise your wrist and it shows you the actual stopwatch app. um, Yeah. So hopefully they're moving away from that. But yeah, so it's got a stopwatch that shows you, or is it a stopwatch or a timer?
1: Oh, maybe it's a timer, yeah. Because it looks
0: like it might be counting down. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but either way, it's either a stopwatch or a timer, and it shows you how much time is left. And there's like a little bar showing you how, you know, like a thing.
1: It it's has almost the... like Tufty-esque, right? Like on, yeah. on the informational data displays how you can put large amounts of density yep. without, without making it non parsable to the human mind. Yeah. And this seems like they really took a page out of that book.
0: It is truly fascinating from a design perspective. It, it is also, to me, the most Apple watchy-looking watch face I've seen yet. I don't know that I personally will use this watch face. It might be... I'm a so bit many of colors. a minimalist. Like, <laughs> yeah, so I, many colors. I often use the utility with just the date, like Saturday the 1st, showing in the traditional 3 o'clock thing and the temperature in a corner, and I leave the other three corners empty. Um, just because I like, I just like the way it looks. Um, but it is fascinating to me, you know. Uh, I was talking to Panzerino and uh, Matthew Panzerino about this, and he he really loves it. And he compared it to um, Iron Man's yeah. HUD display that you sometimes see from Tony Stark's perspective in the Iron Man slash Avengers movies. Um, which, if you ever freeze frame and just really, really look at yeah. them they put an enormous amount of thought into, right? It's not just like, even if it's only up for like a second, it's, it. it, it there's like a real logic and it's like, oh, that's oh, that's really cool stuff, you know? That's all there available in his line of sight.
1: Yeah, it's just so, like this to me is like the dashboard. If I want to see maximum information at a glance, I would use this. And Or maybe when you're working out and you just want a ton of different stuff or you're traveling and you want a yeah. bunch of information and you could swipe to something way simpler if you just want to relax and yeah. kick around uh, and that's what I like about this kind of watch too, is that you can have a workout face, a travel face, a casual face. Uh, I'm, at, you know, I'm at work and I need to keep track of all my meetings face.
0: Yeah, this just, this just keep going. This, well, and and putting the meet, you know, your next appointment, your next calendar appointment on the hour hand circular diameter of the watch face is really clever. I,
1: I don't know yeah.
0: why. I don't know why. That wasn't thought of before. Like,
1: and is it, it at the top because it's twelve p.m. And if it was at six p.m., would it be on the bottom? I just have so many questions.
0: Yeah, I'm not quite sure why it's at the top instead of the bottom, but that would, it's kind of interesting if that's the explanation. Yeah. Like that did occur to me, and it, and I thought it would look better at the bottom, but I don't know. But because it's curved, it get, lets you put way more characters on yep. in the string than if it went straight across. Um, I love this temperature complication it doesn't just tell you the current complication but shows you the daily high and low for the day and includes a dot for where the current temperature is on that scale um there's a uvi index right that's the ultraviolet you know that lets you know if you should be wearing sunscreen i guess or not um which I can only presume comes from some kind of online weather source is yeah. not, you know, like somebody on Twitter was speculating that maybe it had the watch has a UV sensor because there's a, oh, I'm gonna get it wrong, but there's a company like L'Oreal or somebody who's come out with a thing um, that you can put on a fingernail that would show the UV index so that somebody who's wearing this would know whether they, you know, need sunscreen or not, which is interesting, but. If it's actually based on a sensor, then it wouldn't give you any useful information while you're indoors, which is typically also when you would need yeah. to put the sun- sunscreen on. Um, like once you're outside in the sunshine, it's a little too late. So I'm just gonna, it seems pretty obvious it would come in the same way that the temperature doesn't come from a thermometer on the watch. It comes from a weather service.
1: Yeah, and, and luckily it doesn't annoyingly tell you that weather service every time you ask, like HomePod.
0: Yeah, and then in the center, as the date at the top, when both the day of the week and the date uh has an itunes controller a music controller it has of course your activity rings over at the three o'clock side and then it has a uh uh planet uh, earth yeah that's not the moon phase right it's earth no i don't think i was thinking moon phase at first but i don't know
1: yeah, I don't know what that is either. But yeah, and I, I love that they've made the watch face into a full fledged launcher because right um, the carousel never really made sense at watch scale, and it's just so much better to put the stuff that you really need up front and center just to tap away. Yeah,
0: yeah, uh, that's what I'm hoping they're going. I, I'm hoping that that's exactly what, where they're going. You know that so instead of. If I'm listening to music, having you know the now playing come by default every time I look at my wrist, just make it easy for me to go from my regular watch face to a nice tappable target to jump to now playing if I really want to do that. Yeah, uh, I, Terribly exciting stuff and very, very thoughtful. Again, is it too many colors for me personally? Maybe, but I don't think it's aesthetically displeasing. I think it's actually a very, very... Uh, comely watch face i really think it looks very very cool uh
1: yeah i like it a lot and also this is only one watch face i would love to see how this approach pertains to Mm -hmm. so many other watch faces that they have Mm -hmm. i mean it's
0: it seems like it would be obvious for certain faces like um like siri like the siri watch face yeah which they would just put you just be able to see more of the scrollable content on the face at a time Um, Um,
1: and modular would be great for people who don't like analog faces.
0: Yeah. Well, that modular seems interesting to me because think about how much more information rich that one could get or or presumably will get. Um, and that is, you know, it's, it's, I see people with that face all the time. It's obviously a very popular face. Uh, I know that there are a lot of people who just don't like analog time. Uh, and it's a great, great digital watch face. Um, but just thinking, looking at how much more information-rich this watch face is for an analog watch face, yeah. uh, boy, modular could get really, really information-rich.
1: And if they could figure out how to make the photo face just much more complicated too, then you it would be a lot of mm-hmm. the customization requests would just go out the window. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I could just put super. I could put like the original Superman art on there <laughs> and just have my Superman watch. Uh,
0: So this is terribly exciting and I can't help but think that this, that the the inclusion of this watch face in the leak is the single most crushing disappointment on the team because this is, uh, this would have been a huge surprise.
1: Yeah. It would have been a showstopper, like huge applause.
0: Right. Uh, yeah eh, poor kevin lynch
1: i know i don't know well, actually well, i don't know if it be... would
0: have been kevin lynch or jeff williams who would yeah. be up there when this slide comes on but
1: uh, probably jeff i mean kevin does a dub dub yeah i guess you're right think... kevin
0: does the dub dub yeah. and uh in the way that the Craig does the iOS, you know, the OS yeah. one. Like he
1: might come out to demo it after right. Jeff introduces yeah. it, but I think yeah. Jeff introduces it. Yeah,
0: I think so too. You're right. Yeah, I think this would have been, or it still will be shown in, yeah. in the Jeff Williams thing. Like if this exact image was intended as a slide, I don't, I don't think that Apple doesn't use it just because it leaked. I think they, no. they just yeah. bite the bullet and pretend that the leak never happened and charge full, full steam ahead.
1: Well, I mean, remember Steve famously going, "You might have seen the iPhone four before,
0: right." Right. (laughs) Well, that was the iPhone 4, which leaked. I mean, that's hard to even call that again. Hard to call that a leak. The one, you know, the the phone that uh, some poor engineer who was field testing it inadvertently left in a a restaurant and was picked up by some unscrupulous people who sold it to Gizmodo, um, who then leaked it was truly still, to this date, the biggest leak in yeah. Apple history. Or it, it, Again, not like a leak in terms of it being deliberate, but just a secret revealed Information publicly. Information that got out, yeah. Uh, and it's actually hard to imagine anything anything of that magnitude again. And,
1: yeah, like and, unless a Series 4 watch was left on a barstool, stool. <laughs> I, even
0: the Series 4 watch, to me, wouldn't have been as big a leak as yeah, the iPhone 4, just because the iPhone 4 was so much different yeah. than the iPhone three GS. The only thing yeah. I can imagine that would be compared is if somebody gets a photo of like the car, you know, like get at some point before it's officially un- unveiled. Someone uh, leaves
1: an Apple car at the Tesla <laughs> yeah. charging yeah. station. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. So somebody leaves, leaves it in with the, with the keys <laughs> in the yeah. ignition. I'm sure it won't have <laughs> keys and it won't have an ignition, but it, you know, effectively so that somebody could drive off in the <laughs> Apple car prototype. <laughs> It's really hard to imagine. It really is. Because a yeah. car, again, it, I'm, I propose it as a sort of jokey example, but a car can't be left behind and can't be field tested yeah. secretly, you know, in the way that an iPhone can be put in a case and left, you know. Well, just last
1: week, right, the Nissan Leaf rear ended or something, one of the Apple autonomous testing cars. Oh, there really? It had to be reported. That. Yeah, it had to be reported to the DMV. So Mac Rumors found the DMV listing where the Apple car was, uh, was in autonomous mode, going about one kilometer an hour, waiting to merge onto a road and at least on leaf hit it and it wasn't the apple car's fault at all it was right. human error
0: right but even that's not as big it's not a leak because it's not no, it, not at all the apple's it's testing a, autonomous cars are apple it's an designed Alexa, cars it's, yeah right. it's
1: a lexus right. SUV. yeah
0: so i don't know what to say about it other than that this seems like a very very exciting year for uh yeah. for apple watch i i you know i guess cellular was a big deal um uh, for me in practice i'm glad i have it it's worth 10 bucks a month um but i i I can't say I use it that often just because the way I live my life, I really am not that often separated from my iPhone.
1: So I had to stop using it because uh, Rogers, which is the – my phone number is on Rogers in Canada, which is equivalent roughly to AT&T. It uh, doesn't support it. They never built out the carrier oh infrastructure God. to support it. <laughs> so I got a Bell line just so I could use it, but my normal phone number is not on Bell. And Bell's like Verizon, um, but they, they did switch to HSPA+. Plus, but I just – I don't want to port my number over there. Damn. So now I'm back to using a, a Rogers watch, and my phone is an LTE phone without any LTE on
0: it. <laughs> Uh, well, I don't have anything else. Uh, I, I, that's, that, that's a wrap for me, unless you've got yeah. anything else on this you wanted to say before we no. Uh, I No,
1: I I'm looking forward to this because I think we didn't even talk about new iPads. You know, maybe JAWS right. introduces those, maybe not. And the affordable, more affordable MacBook, which has its old naming convention problems right. all its own. Um, <laughs> but it'll be a fun year just for Apple marketing
0: yeah and i don't think you know i saw i you know some people just are so willing to jump to conclusions uh but i saw that like, when this first leaked a couple of people who tweeted well they might as well cancel the september twelfth event now and i don't <laughs> think that they were sarcastic i think that they were actually you know like it's all ruined for me now because, yeah. <laughs> because we've seen these two things and it's like they they're both significant uh I, I, there's an awful lot we don't know still. Uh, even yeah. we don't even know if the iPad is coming. We certainly suspect that the the mid-range mid-size iPhone is coming, but there's yeah. an awful lot we don't know about that. Uh,
1: and, and also the story. Like the, yeah. the, these are just two shots. There, there's no story here yet.
0: Right. It, it i i don't know this this apple watch face makes me really think that they they've probably gone in and redesigned every single face like i don't yeah. uh, they're you know for familiarity's sake that they might have the same name and the same basic look but uh, why not you know they they could take advantage of these corners in all the faces in and have they let like Carrot
1: ways. Weather have they gone in? Or, or, right. Just to throw out a name, I have no knowledge right. of this, but have a, have a bunch of third-party developers gone in and made these super complications too? Because I'd right. be really. Did you see Carrot Weather was doing the the iPhone reboot <laughs> joke on there? Yeah. <laughs> on the weather
0: fork. It's <laughs> the. Uh, uh, yeah, I did see that. That was the yeah. in reference to the uh, the update your iOS. To the latest beta thing that we've all of us using the beta have suffered through for the last week. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Fixed yesterday. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they called a
0: couple of popular complication developers out, you know, a week or two ago and, uh, and given them a, you know, locked them in a room and and given them some. I I would, I would suggest, though, that if Carrot's developer is cracking jokes about that, he's probably not locked up in Cooper (laughs) Team. So yeah, I'm going to guess Carrot probably didn't although that it would have been a good choice because he's a very creative uh yeah you know could have creatively made use of the space but uh boy that's a terribly exciting for somebody who's interested in information design and it, yes. it really I mean it 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 really is such a fascinating canvas the the watch face for information design and it's yeah. obvious that Apple is um thinking very you know very very deeply about it so if you haven't tough.
1: read Tufty, go out and read Tufty's books on information design, because it's fascinating, and Apple does a lot of really good stuff with it.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, his books are some probably four of my favorite books that have ever been yeah. written, ever. Absolutely. I'll put a link to the show notes into to his books. His books are very expensive, but they're worth it.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say that. Uh, all right. Thank you, Renee. Thanks, John.
0: All right, and I'll see you soon, which is always yeah. an exciting thing to say on, on these podcasts.